What's up? I don't even remember the last time we recorded. I don't either. It's been forever. Forever, ever. So, ladies, what's going on? What's new? It's a whole new year. We've been in a pandemic for almost a year. (laughs) I am over it. (laughs) 2021 is shitty already. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, mm, life is crazy. Yeah. 2021, uh, the beginning of it. Honestly, the end of 2020 was rough because my grandma got sick. And then the last two months of 2021 get kissed my ass. But beats. March has been my month for the last, like, three years. So I know good things are coming and are on the way. So, you know, we just wait for that. Got a big announcement, but y'all gonna get that another time. Okay. What about you, Brandy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> the end of 2020 was pretty solid. Um, I just so long ago, I can't tell you anything that stands out. 2021 has been a roller coaster. Um, some ups, some downs. I'm maintaining. Um, so yeah, I can't complain. All in all, I can't complain. I don't even know where to begin. Like, I feel like this is our first episode all over again. <laughs> We're so sorry for abandoning you guys. It's been a lot going on with each of us. Like, life has really just been a lot. And <laughs> oh, um, yeah, life has just been a lot and overwhelming. I will say, though, there has been some positives. I am very blessed. To have still had a job this entire pandemic and not lacking financially and things like that. But mentally, I've been fucked up. Like, supposedly I had COVID. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I quarantined and I'm just thankful that I didn't have any symptoms. Because it could have been so much more worse. But it was definitely very um, eye-opening. Like, it was a good experience because I got to, like, be to myself and be peaceful and get so much done and focus and just have fun by myself. But then it was also hard being isolated from people and not seeing my kids and friends Mm. and things like that. Now I already know. I know how that go. I literally cried every day. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. God. That's the fucked up part is people really be stripped away from their family. Like, yeah. And my mom straight up said, fuck it, and drove down to North Carolina to be with my grandma because she ain't had no choice. She like, mm-hmm. even if I get that bitch, which they already had it, but and <clears throat> I didn't, praise God. But, you know. I mean, people keep saying if you got it before, you can't get it again, but I don't think that's been like, well, they, they say for, and then I hear for, you can't get it for three months after, and then you can get it again. And then some people are like, oh, but it's six months after. Oh, but you've, if you have the antibodies, like, you're fine anyway. Uh, no, because, and then, like, people kept telling me after I quarantined, don't get retested. And I'm like, what? that don't sit right with me. Like, what the f- my nose swab test came positive, but my antibodies was negative, which See? was the blood test. I quarantined for 14 days. I took a test the last day that I quarantined, and then they were negative. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's backwards information. Everything I take everything about COVID with a grain of salt because it's backwards information. It hits everybody different. Yeah. It affects everybody differently. Like, 
some people can have no symptoms. I had a friend who just had a runny nose. Hmm. And then my grandma's was, like, comparable. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot. Yeah. So. And now there's two new forms of it out. Yay. I heard there was more, Uh, like, two new strains. Yeah. That's why my mom got the vaccine, but then she was like, now they don't know. If the vaccine fights against the two. That or how long the vaccine lasts. Yeah. It killed that guy in, like, 48 hours. The new strand. It was like they put it on Twitter as this guy. Um, he had two kids, two young daughters, and he was married. And like within 48 hours of her tweet, they were tweeting again like, oh, he died. Mm. I um, think you just got to be, you know, just careful. You know what I mean? Like still try to social distance regardless of what's going on in your city. Still mm-hmm. wear a mask. Still wash your hands. Still limit contact with people. Because um, I know that, you know, a lot of cities are opening back up, but it's still a real thing and we don't have no real answers. So yeah. I definitely think that <clears throat> people just have to be mindful of what they're doing. But like Dariel said, I thank God that over the past year, you know, if anything, and if if, if anything, I've seen increase, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And my finances, my family's been good. Um, you know, for the most part, we haven't had any issues. So I just, I thank God for that. And, you know, for the people around me who are also doing well, or those who have experienced COVID, that they got better. You know, it's just, it's been a trying year, honestly. Really, really trying. But all is well, ladies, all is well. I missed y'all. I'm happy to be recording. No. Um, I'm happy that our listeners get to see our faces. Or no, not actually see our faces, see our voices. <laughs> yeah, see our voices. <laughs> you will see our faces soon. I'm looking at Daryl and she looks like she's taking a video. I was trying to. <laughs> um, yes, I am so excited to be here today. I did miss you guys so much. And I have to remind myself that, you know, recording these shows is like a form of therapy. Mm-hmm. And it's our safe space. And... I couldn't keep holding it off just because life was kicking my ass. Yeah. Mm, that part. Yeah. I'm forced to go out of the house nowadays anyway, even if I don't want to be. So this is making me happy, though. I'm happy. I'm focusing on stuff that's that brings me peace and positivity, and this is one of them. So Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. Um, right. Let's jump into the topics. So the first one... There was a video on Breakfast Club, and they were talking about the financial myths taught in the black community. Um, I want to play the video. I'm going to play the video. People that work two jobs, pretty common, right? Even three jobs sometimes, overnight shifts. And you really think about it, I never met one person that worked two jobs that had more money than somebody that worked one job. Mm-hmm. I never met one person that worked two jobs that had money. They still broke. Mm-hmm. And it's like the reason is because you're trading your time for money and that's not really how to get money. Mm-hmm. You got to have your money work for you. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's really the greatest, greatest myth I, I think that we've been taught is like money doesn't grow on trees. You got to work hard. You got, but that's it. it's really crazy because it's like, nah, not really. Your money has to work hard for you because the harder you work for money, you're just going to be burn yourself out and you're going to be, you're still going to be broke at the end of the day. So, like, I look at, I had a friend of mine, I'll never forget, and he was like, um, this was like 10 years ago, and he's older than me, but he was like probably 30 at the time. He was like, you know, I wish I would have been a firefighter. And no disrespect, I love firefighters, all, you know, we come from blue class working environments. But the point is, 
I'm like, why are you going to be a firefighter? Like, it's a dangerous job. He's like, you know, just do a quick 30 years. You get your pension, you retire. And I'm thinking to myself, like, quick 30, that's your life. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's how we taught, like, just work a job just to get a pension. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's so crazy because it's like, if you put if if you put six thousand dollars into a Roth IRA for your child at fourteen years old, right, and let's say it grows twelve percent, by the time they're sixty at retirement, there'll be one point one million dollars in it. So you could literally make your child a millionaire with six thousand dollars, and now people is literally trading their whole life to get a pension to retire. You could set your child up for six thousand dollars when they're fourteen, have one point one million. Like don't even worry about your retirement; it's already there. Focus on what you want to do in life. How many of us gave up our whole dreams, our whole life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to have a pension, to have some security? And I'll stop right there because y'all got the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thoughts? Mm, I agree. I agree. I don't think that we're taught to make our money work for us. Um, we don't know anything about residual income. Uh, I know I come from a household of just... You work, you grind. You know what I mean? Like, my mom's had two jobs most of my teenage years into my adult life, probably up until this last couple years. She finally went back to just having one job. Um, And like he said, it does nothing but just take your time. You know what I mean? You really don't, don't see an increase from two jobs. You're probably just still staying afloat. Mm -hmm. So I think that... It would be beneficial if we took it upon ourselves to educate our kids about finances and um, stocks and how to invest and where to invest and all of that because it, it will do you well. Like I have friends who are knowledgeable in stocks and all of that and within like 60 days they turn profit. You just, I mean, you got to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's true. I do too. And I hate, like my mom, she has... She's always been a very hard worker, and I love that about her, but she, you literally working just to pay your bills or to take care of your kids, put your kids through college, but at the end of the day, that's it. Yeah. You're not doing nothing for yourself. You're not doing nothing fun. Like, that shit is just depressing, and I refuse to live like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely... um have been and trying to teach my kids better like I don't know too much about stocks thankfully their dad does and um he got everybody started with that so like they have stocks already shoot they got more money in their stocks than I do so and they have you know money put away for the future and things like that so um yeah just trying to make sure they do better than we did is the goal at this point Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I um, I come from somebody that, like, I mean, I do work multiple jobs. My parents have only ever had, like, one, maybe two at a time, but they have, like, their full-time jobs and stuff. But for me, I currently have four, and he's not wrong. I know people in my life that have one and, and can make more. You know what I mean? But they also were taught at a young age how to deal with finances and stuff, and my friends are really into stocks, and I haven't looked at it. Um, too much just cause I've been like super distracted the last two months with everything going on. Um, but it is something to get into my middle school teacher. I remember everybody used to walk around talking about how she got money. She got money. She got money. And they're sitting here like, how, like you're a middle school teacher. And then first thing she said was that she invests in stocks. And I was like, what's that? I don't know what that means. Cause I'm like <laughs> 12. 
Um, and that's all they ever talked about was that she had that much money because she knew how to invest in stocks and was smart with it. And so was her husband. So I do need to get into it. I need to, um, I need to do better, but I am a person that believes in quality of work life and I thoroughly enjoy every job that I do. I will not do a job if I'm not happy, if it's not serving me, if I don't see a future, like if it's not setting me up to do X, Y, and Z, I will not do it. I will not be on a job more than six months if I don't like it ever. I've, I probably have had, let's see, I've been working for 10 years. If I had a job a year, that's like 10 jobs. I've only ever been at two for more than a year because I love them. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely prioritize my mental health over jobs. Well, yeah, because if you think about it, think about how much time you spend during your week and your life at your job. If you hate it, you wake up miserable, your day sucks. You come home miserable, your day sucks. I'm, I don't want to live five days a week shit and enjoy too. I don't. I want every single day to bring me some type of joy and happiness. And yes, every job gets stressful. Everybody got to deal with clients, customers, whatever that your your job base is. But I always say, if it's not serving me 80 to 90%, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm dead ass not. I agree. All right, so the next topic is about Boosie's comments about Lori Harvey. Uh, what an asshole. I actually have not heard anything from Boosie. What was it? I didn't listen to it, but I, I think he was just saying it. something like, she shouldn't be glorified for dating multiple men multiple men and them getting her you know these lavish things or whatever um and having sex with them which nobody knows what the fuck she's doing with her vagina <laughs> that's what everybody but says because of steve harvey at the end of the day she is what 22 23 so, something yeah. like that she's Grown. a young girl in her 20s who should be doing what the fuck she's doing mm -hmm. what is wrong with her dating around having fun what's wrong with that y'all want her to settle down young have a kid and be stuck in this miserable relationship like the rest of us no <laughs> like no mm -hmm. and i won't want that for my daughter like if first y'all don't know she's fucking all these men two she doesn't even post all of them like that like i think she maybe posted like future and she's posting michael b jordan but the rest of them like she it was known because she's famous and yeah, there's people fucking paparazzi it, yeah people be in her business fuck this is all coming from the same man who paid a prostitute to rape his son so. oh that's right okay i guess <laughs> i'm so tired of men speaking mm -hmm. on women and what the fuck they're doing with their bodies well, it's a double standard, too. Men get praised for... The higher the body, the higher the praise. And even if she was fucking him, so the fuck what? This is double so standard. What? It's a double standard. That's how it goes. And it's it's ridiculous, and it's ghetto. Like... Um, but for real, for real... Outside of what he's talking about, because I don't like it, bro, when you talking about... Um, <laughs> I think, you know... Young women, I mean, older women, wherever you are in your life, if you're in that, like, dating season or whatever, like, I think Lori is a good example of how you should do it. I mean, granted, we don't know her personally, but you meet someone, you enjoy the time that you have with them, and if it doesn't work out, you move on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not saying you have to move on immediately, but I think there's something to be said for just experiencing good times with people. And to Dario's point, we don't know if she's sleeping with these men. And even if she is, that's her business. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that don't got nothing to do with us. Um, but I think that 
for young women, I think it's important to know that when you are young, you don't have to be tied down if you don't want to be mm-hmm. tied down to somebody. Enjoy what comes with dating and, and just getting to know someone, even if it's just for a small period in time. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's where a lot of women mess up is that we attach ourselves to these men who can or won't show up for us in the mm-hmm. ways that we need them to. And then we continue to damage ourselves in that process. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not saying that she may not, you know, have her own set of issues, but it's just like, enjoy your life. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're not ready to settle down, don't let society tell you that you have to settle down. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let society tell you that you have to date a certain kind of man. You know what I mean? Like one thing I can say about her is that the people that we have seen her in photos with, it's a variety. It's a it's a different type. Like future Michael B. Jordan are two totally different mm-hmm. ends of the spectrum. You Girl. know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure she enjoyed her time with future and she's now enjoying her time with Michael. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, he ugly, <laughs> he ugly don't start. I will know you. Brandy loves <laughs> I know. And shout out to some of the listeners who personally reached out to me. Like, are <sighs> you okay? When they started dating. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm okay. It's kind of taking a day at a time. It wasn't a, it wasn't a smooth breakup. It's cool. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> They're so cute together, though. Yes, I love them together. I think that they make a very cute couple, so I am rooting for them. But yeah, I think, I mean, I think we all could take a page out of Lori's book. Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at it. She's she's calling the shots and running the streets and I'm not mad at it. I'm definitely not. And you can't say that she chasing any nigga for their back because she got nope. money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like it. I'm not mad. I don't know much about her. I don't know shit about her. I don't even pay attention to the tabloids about yeah. her. I love you, but please stop hitting the mic. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> but what I do know is like she really is doing her thing and I'm not mad at it. Like yeah. she she out here controlling her her business. And I like that shit. Yeah. I like it. I'm not mad Speaking at it. of the um just enjoying people's time for the experience. I, I don't know if I like that narrative. Like I it don't sit right with me. Like I'm just supposed to like be okay with being happy with this person for a few months and then supposed to be like, all right, bye. And then go and like, I I know that's how it is, but it don't sit right with me. I just don't want to believe that. I think you have to be, I think you have to be content with it. And that's, that's, it's almost as simple as that. Like if you're content, cause right now I'm kicking it, vibing, not sleeping with people, relax, kicking it, vibing and chilling it and, you know, doing my thing. And I love it here. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But but that's because that's where I want to be. Now, if I want to be with something, I want to be salty. Like, if you try to walk away after, like, three months, like, so what about the three <laughs> dates we went on? Like, you don't care? Like, fuck. But right now, I'm sitting here like, oh, you want to go on a date? You want to go on a date? You want to go on a date? Yeah. Cool. Because to that point of Lori not sleeping with them, I'm not even trying to be funny, but I think I already talked about this on the show, but, like, my dates, I don't be sleeping with my dates. I still get pampered, still get taken out, still get taken care of, you know what I mean, type shit, because... I mean, I'm getting fucked. It's like, I'm just playing. <laughs> but you don't, like, kicking it with people don't always got to mean that it got to turn into sex, something sexual. But I do agree. If I was in the mindset of, like, okay, but I do want something serious. I'm, I don't want to get involved with somebody that I know that they're on a different path than me. Right. But if we both are mutually, like, let's just enjoy each other's time. This ain't got to go nowhere. We just, let's go bowling. Cool, I'm on the way. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's subjective for me. Like, I think it depends on the person and I think it depends on where I'm at in my own personal journey. Like, Darielle and I was just having a conversation offline. Like, I can just genuinely enjoy somebody's friendship without it having to go to that next level. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether I like the person in that way or not, like, I'm cool with just enjoying the friendship. And then there may be somebody where you don't think it's going to turn into something and then it does. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, I think that you have to manage your emotions in such a way that you're open to what comes or what doesn't come Mm -hmm. so it's like okay i know in the beginning you know if this doesn't get to a relationship i still enjoy you as a person and try to keep yourself from getting so caught up in everything else because once you like somebody's stuff just start like your emotions Uh, uh, it go haywire like i I was dealing with somebody and it was like okay i'm pretty clear that i wouldn't be in a relationship with you but I enjoy you. Right. So it was like it it ran its course and I was okay when it's when it ended. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, I don't think that everything has to turn into a relationship. So I think you just have to find what you can, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And a person as far as like that experience, that good time, that good mm-hmm. energy, that vibe, like you said, and then just flow with it you know what I mean but then if you decide you want to be serious let the person know I think a part of that is communication too I agree you definitely have to like um I can't figure out what the word I just saw earlier but basically like to what Brandy was saying it doesn't have to be a relationship just enjoy the moment but it's hard to like not get caught up into that and I've learned (laughs) And I've learned that once you know, like, you don't want something to go a certain way, you got to stand on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about, um, I've always been transparent and honest with the other person. And like, if they choose to take it and run with it, that's, I always tell, I always tell niggas, don't get your feelings hurt. Don't get your feelings hurt. Cause you don't love it here. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but I dead ass don't get your feelings hurt because I'm not, it's not going to be my fault. When you salty at me because I won't be your girlfriend, but I told you I won't be your girlfriend. Kim so, is such a soft thug. What, is, so what are you mad for? Fuck. But I, I've always been honest and transparent. I had two niggas be like, you're my girlfriend and I love you. And I was like, beats bad because you know I'm not. And I don't. I didn't feel bad because y'all knew off rip that's not what I fucking wanted. Yeah. So I don't feel bad. Sorry to this man. Oh, that's the word. Discipline. You need discipline. Mm. Yep. Yeah, there's um, something to Darielle's point about, you know, standing on your word or whatever. But I'm a, I'll come back to it if the conversation circles back. I don't know if I want to necessarily bring it up now, but just a conversation about like standards when mm. it comes to honestly, any you know what we can we talk about it? Do we have anything on the go ahead? Okay, so I think Darielle and I might have had, had this conversation at one point, but like. Setting a standard for yourself when it comes to your relationships in whatever form. Like, I was explaining, like, I have such great relationships, like, female relationships with my homegirls that it's going to take a lot for a man to come in and show up for me. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I have the kind of friends where, like, you get just because gifts or just yeah. because phone mm-hmm. calls or like just checking in on you. Hey, do you need anything if I'm having a bad day? Like when I got a promotion, my homegirls got me gifts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like stuff like that. So it's like the standard I set for my friendships is the same standard that I want to set for a man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that's where females mess up is like we give guys so many 
chances to not show up for us and it's like you would cut your homegirl off if she did that fuck yeah mm-hmm. bitch. you know what i mean and so i literally had to like and just setting that boundary like i had to tell somebody like look that might be how you operate and i've said this on the show before like that might like you may care and you may love me but in the way in which you do it i don't receive it mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i i can't rock with you like it's not it's not no hard feelings but i just it's not up to my standard and I got to stand on that. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's what we, where we mess up is like, we'll be like trying to get somebody to see our side. And it's like, they just don't no. operate in that space. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And that's cool. I just can't, but I can't get hit. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and well, it's like, you can't keep giving them to the chance to show you something different because they just, they're not capable of doing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's important, though, to notice that, like, know, you got to know where people are. Yeah. Like, you really do. And, like, you can't hold that against somebody, but you have to keep your standard yeah. and move on. Yeah. Move along. You know what I mean? Like, I always say it. I say it all the time. If they want to, they will. If they won't, they don't. Point blank period. And it's that simple. And it's got, it takes somebody recognizing that within themselves to be like, okay, I got to change because of X, Y, and Z. I yeah. got to do this, you know, but you can preach and preach and preach to people. It do not matter until yeah. they take that step themselves, Yeah. but yeah. stick to your standard about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause you play yourself every time you dip below your standards every right. time. Yeah. When I notice, like Brandy said, how my female friends show up for me, not my male friends. Like I have one solid ass male friend that, Every time I call, he's going to pick up the phone. If he can't get, he will call me back and he will make sure to listen to me. And that's so rare. Mm. That's so rare. And like, if my friends can do that for me, then as my man, you should be able to do that too. Yeah. Because you're supposed to be a safe space for me. You know what? I've always had the opposite. Um, when it comes to men, I'm in a relationship and then my guy friends, my guy friends show up for me almost every single time before a boyfriend does yeah and i got to a point where i'm like i'm not stooping below even how my guy friends treat me they treat me so well that there would be no reason for me to settle for less yeah like my two one two of my best guy friends like my brothers are helping me move my entire my entire place this weekend yeah. fucking why i've had boyfriends that would dead ass would have been like well, well i guess we gotta figure it out <laughs> if you don't get your yeah. but but it's the same thing with my female friends like you were saying though like I take my relationship seriously and I value every single person in my life. And if they're not serving me emotionally and mentally and just and showing up for me physically when I may need it, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm thankful. I have really great relationships with a couple of men in my life. Like they show up, like you say, in a way that I've never had a man that I was sexually dealing with or whatever you know show up for me and it's like you need that like i feel if you're a woman and you don't have a male friend that can literally just be your friend you need to get one asap you need to get one yeah Um, and like i said it just it makes you realize like if i have people that show up for me in this space why do i even allow this to carry on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like because it, it lets you know, like you said, people, if they want to, they will. And if they don't, then they, if they won't, then they don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I had to realize that, like, I'm not going to allow people to just pick and choose how they want to handle me, when they want to handle me. 
check up on me when they feel like it. None of like I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. When I have people who literally show up for me on a daily without you asking, yeah. right? Without you, <laughs> without asking. you asking, and it makes you like I'm gonna be completely transparent. Like it made me think, like bitch, you stupid. Like <laughs> no, wow. like like for me, you know what I mean like yeah, y'all, it's okay. been. A crazy few months. I'm gonna just say, like, but it made me, it made me realize, like, you got people that, all you gotta do is just say a word, and they're like, I got you. Mm -hmm. But then you lay up with a nigga that that won't don't even and don't (laughs) and don't want to. Like when I was quarantined, I wasn't even sick, but just the fact that I was in a shitty mental space. My best friend who lives in fucking Texas. Sent me a fucking edible arrangement mm. with a car, and it, I cried. I cried because I didn't oh. ask for that. Like I ain't on my fucking deathbed, but she just knew like I was not in a good space, and she sent me a fucking edible arrangement. And people be in the same city, yeah, and don't even give a fuck. Yeah, I did that with Maya one day. She all she did was post about her having like a really hard yeah. day or time, or she had told me or something, and I sent one to her job. I didn't even have the financial means to do so. But for me, it's about showing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Show up for those people that have, that'll show up for you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it don't even got to go be monetary. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It don't even got, like, a simple, like, hey, how you, you doing? doing? Just checking on That's your That's what I was about to say. Just check on your people, man. You yeah. Just, it's not a lot of real solid people out here, like I was saying on our story. Like, it's really not a lot of solid real niggas left at mm, all. It's not. It's sad as fuck it is <laughs> and i'm just like and i'll be looking at the people who are like me and i'm like the world does not deserve us so i guess i can go into this post that brandy put up earlier and it says why are y'all so obsessed with helping a man grow Go grow a plant, sis. And Brandy's question was, do you think there's some level of helping someone grow when in a relationship, man or woman? So I still have the post up right now. And um, the percentage right now is 86% said yes. Uh, 14% said no. And it looks like majority of the yes answers are women. I was about to say. Um majority of the no answers actually all of the no answers are women um there's a sprinkle of guys in the yes um category and so the post was just funny to me because i feel like what they were getting at is like women who just allow themselves to endure 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 and think that at some point he's gonna get it right Mm -hmm. um or again, that whole I can love you into loving me, mm. and, or that idea that like because I'm a good person, you need to be with me, and it has to be me, <laughs> like <laughs> selfish ass me. You know what I mean? Like I, I think I think it was speaking to that mentality. Like I do agree that to some level, when you're in relationship or friendship, you help people grow along the way. Like you guys have helped me grow. I'm sure I've offered some things to you guys that have mm-hmm. helped you see in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like baseline. You have to get that idea out of your head that, like, when you see all of these red flags, that you need to still stick it out with somebody. Like I said, you can't love nobody into loving you. You being a good person ain't going to make nobody want to do right by you. Like, grow a plant. (laughs) (laughs) You'll see some return. Your plant will grow. Like, you know, so interesting. That's facts. Like, I used to think, like, 
um, I help you grow, you help me grow, we help each other. But then I, as I got older, I'm like, that's your mom's job. Your mom <laughs> and your fucking dad supposed to treat you how to be a man yeah. or a woman and all of this shit. That's not my job. Yeah. If you fucked up, that's on you. You need to do the work yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't mind helping someone see some things that they might they may not know and vice versa that's cool but i am not trying to stick it out with another man while they figure out what type of man they want to be or how they want to treat me while hurting me in the process i don't want to do that shit no fucking more like at all i might stab you (laughs) i'm so tired like i'm tired i don't want to go through the lessons and the mistakes and i I just don't it's it's a certain shit i'm not going to put up with moving forward yeah Um, I instantly thought about friendships when I read the post first, because like you said, Brandy, there's a lot in my friendships that have helped me grow. Um, And I do believe that when you're in a romantic relationship, you guys helped each other grow like, you know, subconsciously, like whether you think so or not. Um, Because, again, that relates to a friendship aspect like you've you've taught each other whether you realize it or not. Um, And for me to speak to Dario's point, I am at the point where I want somebody that has done the work like I have, like I took care of my mental health and I'm still taking care of my mental health. And I want someone there so we can just continue to grow from there. You know what I mean? I want us both to be here and then we both escalate. You know what I mean? I don't want, I don't want to be down here. Now he got to do all the work to pick me up. Right. I don't want to be up here and I got to do the work to pick him up. Sorry. We both did our, (laughs) I talk with my hands. Y'all, y'all gonna hear it. We both did our separate work and it's like, okay, now we're about to meet in the middle and skyrocket the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? And grow financially, romantically, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all that shit. Yeah. All that shit. Yeah. I definitely agree with that 100%. I feel like, um, you know, I hope you flesh out some ideas. You got a business plan. Let's talk it through. You want to get closer to God? Let's go to church. You know what I mean? Like, there's a certain level of growth that you will experience with somebody but like i said just like daryl said while you trying to figure out what kind of man you want to be even if you like uh, while hurting me and Mm -mm. i'm not doing that and even with my friends you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you gotta be on, on not necessarily the same path as me but i'm you know i want to talk about healing i want to talk about you know, what I want my life to be like in a couple of years from now, my goals, my dreams, like how can we Mm -hmm. build this or build that? Or, you know, girl, you need to rest, whatever, whatever it is. You know what I mean? It just got to be a deeper level of things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like nobody's a finished finished product. You know what I mean? We're always going to be working on something. So like I said, there is room to definitely help someone grow while they help you grow. But just that sticking around through just the mess, Mm -mm. I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. Whether it's friends, a man, None of that. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not. Especially when, you, when you're when you out here doing the work, like you said, to be a better person. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Y'all can't see me, but I'm peace. But <laughs> all I thought about was, you know, Bible will be like, man, me, hold you. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, fuck, let's grow, bitch. But let's do our individual work and grow. Yeah. That's it. Period. Period. <laughs> all right. So this next question I have, it says, is love earned or given? I want to find the post so I can um, look at some of the responses, but I don't know if I have it. This is hard because I feel like I'm naturally a giver of love, but the minute I feel like it's being abused mm-hmm. and they didn't earn it, I shut down because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting taken advantage of. I feel like I'm naturally a loving, giving person. People notice like I am protective over my people to the death of me. Every time I get lit, 
I fight over the off of the strength of somebody saying some whack shit to one of my friends <laughs> full disclosure i got kicked out of bbr a week ago because somebody told my friend to shut the fuck up mm-hmm. and i tried to fight because i was lit but my whole point in that is i <sighs> that one's a hard one for me because i feel like i've experienced a little bit of both personally um for me i think it's i think it's levels like i think that I'm naturally a loving person. I'm a kind-hearted person. So your first engagement with me, unless I just don't rock with you, is going to be sweet. You know what I mean? I'm going to be that loving person just naturally. I do think to a certain extent that as anything continues to grow, you have to earn it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I think about my longest relationships and friendships. You know what I mean? Like, the love I have for Ashley has grown over the years because she's earned that. You know what I mean? It's been reciprocated, mm-hmm. different things like that. So I don't think it's automatically just earned, but I also think to a certain point it is just freely there, given. Yeah. You know what I mean? And same thing for trust <clears throat> with me. Like, I trust you until you give me a reason not to. Mm-hmm. I got love for you until you give me a reason not to. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't give me a reason not to, then we go. Cool. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, I think it's a, a mixture of both for me. Mm-hmm. I totally agree i have nothing to add i feel like um too i was going to talk about your point i feel like it's about to slip my mind (laughs) oh i'm the type that like if you're do if you're talking my love language the level of earned is through the roof like it just makes me want to do more for you off of the strength of you noticing what i need as a person yeah you know what i mean and giving a shit so talking about earning it like to me I, i remember telling this dude one fucking time, the first time we ever met. I appreciate attentive men that realize what I need because that's how my dad was. Yeah. If I if I shiver, my dad's like, do you want a blanket? Are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can be fine, dad. I'm like, my stomach hurts. He's like, do you want crackers? I'll go get them right now. So I said that once in like a quick passing, thought it went over the guy's head. I'm not making this up. I put a blanket on myself once and he was like, do you need a blanket? And he came over with like a giant comforter and I was like, this is all i'm saying like the earned aspect for me is real like yeah even speaking to your friendships like when i think about my best girlfriends like you do you it's like appreciation and earn go together yeah you know what i mean i appreciate you you just aren't you know you got a little token yeah you know and it's not earned in the sense of like back to that whole like monetary thing like you don't have to go out and spend a whole bunch of money but like you said being attentive or like (laughs) I had somebody one time, like, I sleep with my doors closed. Like, I, I close every door in my house. And so, when the person came over, initially, they would leave the doors open, right? Yeah. And one night, I just noticed, like, he shut all the doors. And I was just <laughs> like, my God, yes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me smile, like, oh, you, you paid attention. And, like, little dumb stuff like that. Yeah. Somebody may notice, and then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, like. Let me love you a little bit. I'm about to listen. uh, Let me hold you when I get in the court. All right. So I saw this tweet and it was very interesting because usually when you see little posts, it's always like, oh, he didn't do that for you because he don't like you or he doesn't want to be changed for you because he don't like you. And I saw this tweet today and it says, I'm not completely sold on the whole he didn't like you. And that's why he he didn't do X, Y and Z for you narrative because men be heartbroken for years over losing a good woman because they wouldn't meet her expectations so let's stop attributing it to disinterest yeah i Mm -hmm. agree yeah 100 percent. i think 
a lot of the times as women, and we got to do better with this, we negate the experience of a man yeah. and how they process things. Like, a man will get done wrong by a woman and will never recover. Like, he mm. won't react the same with the next woman or the woman after that. Like, and I think that we get so caught up in just like how we're treated that we don't always get mm-hmm. to the root of it like mm-hmm. something happens somewhere down the line you know what I mean and, and not even saying it's our responsibility to dig that deep but I feel like something happens <laughs> I was just trying to scratch my chin Jesus sorry go ahead um, I think that you know something happens sometimes with men where they have a good experience and then it turns into a not so good experience and then it just totally shifts something in their brain and they don't ever really remain the same yeah um again not an excuse to go and fuck someone over but i think it would maybe do us well to think about that a little bit um and like i said earlier someone can love you someone can like you and it may just be in a way where you don't receive it you know what i mean like i think we probably all had guys tell us like oh i really like you i really care about you but we don't receive it because we don't get it in the form that we need it. You yeah. know what I mean? So, again, that's cool. If it yeah. just doesn't work for you, it just doesn't work for you. you know? we were, yeah, we were talking about that in our Bible study right two weeks ago. Um, and one of my really good male friends is in it. Um, and basically, um, one of our female friends had basically said like that m- men don't have very good coping skills and women just naturally do. Like men will resort to sex alcohol yeah you know whatever the case may be and women typically i'm gonna go grow a plant yeah you know what i mean and it's he actually like sat down with me probably two days after that bible study because he really just needed somebody to talk to from a female perspective because he was like i honestly want to talk to somebody about coping because i never thought about that yeah and men don't get that outlet they don't always get that outlet get that break because it's taught it's taught on them so hard yeah to like suck it up be quiet yeah. Don't talk about it. it. You're fine. Internalize it. You know what I mean? And that all these men are growing up unhealthy mentally, um, standoffish mentally. You get into arguments, whether it's your friend or your boyfriend, you can get into an argument with a man. And like, I argue with one of my best guy friends and still haven't heard from him in like three weeks because I told him what he ain't been wanting to hear. Yeah. And it's because, and he couldn't fat. It's like, he couldn't jump that bridge of like, I don't understand why you're saying that. But he didn't want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's important for men to, like, take care of their mental health. And, like, I don't know, John, who is on um, that the podcast or whatever, he actually put out a video that was, like, 17 minutes long about, like, his mental health. And I had so much appreciation for it. Because yeah. men don't do that. They don't put up videos of them being vulnerable and talking about what mm-hmm. the hell they got going on. And then you deal with these females and we're just supposed to be like, it's fine. Yeah. No, fuck, it's not. So don't don't act like it is. And then it's always our fault or their friend's fault or their mom's fault or whoever's fault for whatever they got going on. And I said this before on the show, I got to a point where I can't blame my parents anymore. I'm an adult. Exactly. Exactly. I had to learn to kind of like not take shit so personal just because, you know, dealing with people who don't open up, who don't want to be vulnerable, who don't know how to express themselves, who don't know how to be affectionate. And just digging deep, I realized, like, that's learned behavior from Mm -hmm. childhood or... And it's just, like, a switch. It's just off. Mm -hmm. And they don't know how to turn it on. And it's... As a female, it's easy to get offended and be like, well, what am I not doing right? Mm -hmm. And I had to take a step back and be like, all right, this is just who you are. It's a person that has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, at the same time, it's like, even though you try to show grace and you try to be patient with people at the same time, if this is not something you're willing to learn and grow from, I can't stay here. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's not fair. Yeah. Because then you, like I said, you end up down here, you know, your cup is, is half empty while theirs is filling up. Right. You know what I mean? And that, I say it all the time, you can't give your best if you're not at your best. I all, I started saying this probably like three months ago. Be selfish with yourself, but not others. You know what I mean? And be selfish and take those personal days that you need. Take that time and go to therapy and get your mental health together. And then be selfless with those around you because you did that work. Yeah. I will 100% always be selfish with myself. But when it comes to somebody else, no, I'm jumping like that. Yeah. But I can do that because I took care of myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to understand, like, and I think a lot of women stick around. I don't want just to make this about men, 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 because there are females who have these same issues. Mm -hmm. You stick by people's side or you stay friends with someone or stay in this relationship because you feel like I can help them. But the a person that if it's just turned off, they're not gonna get it. Like yeah. you literally trying, you're beating the fucking dead horse or talking to a fucking brick wall. All you're doing is pushing them away. Mm -hmm. yeah. Honestly, yeah. so it's like you staying and you talking and you talking and you talking and you're not getting nowhere. Yeah. So don't drain yourself out. Mm -mm. Did y'all watch Marco Memory? God, yes. <laughs> I have notes for when we do the the. Um, fucking podcast but bro mine don't talk about it on that yeah, one my okay. notes y'all i texted darielle 15 minutes in and was like i literally can't watch this it's really fucking hard to watch but it's great what i will say is is at the very least to make it a tad bit interesting they could have gave us a sex scene it was just i know like, it was so fucking I annoying thought, like i thought that they was about to and then she was just I would have. I have a question. That over him freaking out about his film. Like I don't give a fuck about the film. I know that yeah. was like the gist of it, but it was just like. Yeah. I skipped over some of those parts when he was talking about like the critics and all oh, of that. I yeah. watched the whole thing and it was triggering as fuck because I dealt with somebody that was mentally abusive and it became emotional and physical abuse for me and it was that shit was triggering as fuck because he was gaslighting like a motherfucker. And she had her own fucking issues where she was doing the shit back. I'm like, y'all niggas. My thing was the end. It was the ending for me. Where she's just like, you know what? Why can't you just be like, thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Oh, like when they was laying in the bed at the end. No, mm -hmm. he was standing up and she was in the bed. It was like after that part. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and she was like, they said thank you. Yes, like that is that is my biggest issue right now. It's just like, and I and I had someone tell me like, I mean, well, you know, I appreciate this or that, so I might not say thank you in the moment, but you know that I'm, I appreciate it. Like, no, oh I'm not. God. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I'm not about to assume that you need to show me. Like, and I know sometimes. I mean, I'm not expecting somebody to be like thank you for every little thing, but that's how I am. Like, mm -hmm. you don't got to do this for me. You don't got to be there for me. You don't have to you know, spend your time on me. So I am thankful for everything that you do. Yeah. So the least another person can do is show appreciation. It's your love language, baby. The part that got me, though, was when he was talking to her when she was in the tub. <laughs> and he was basically telling her, like, you want this. Like, you feel like nobody can, like, it's, you're, people are incapable of loving you. He was mm -hmm. like, I don't care what you do, I just, like, I just love you. And, like, the look on her face, like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, nah, nah. Well, you can't accept it because, yeah. are we about to cry? No. Oh, okay. Stop. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm like, 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 like
part, I that part got me like, damn, because I do feel like there's a lot of women out here that feel like they just are not lovable for just who they mm -hmm. are with the attitude, with the goofiness, with the weirdness, with the awkwardness, whatever it may be. And they just feel like they're not enough. So then they react in these crazy ways. And it's just like... <laughs> Just let somebody love you. The like, bathtub scene was <laughs> triggering as fuck because that was literally me. I was sitting in the bathtub with like my knees to my chest as this man was just coming down on me. And I was like, this is triggering as fuck and I hate it here. But literally like coming down on me, you know, like he really sat there and ate her ass about all his fucking exes. But what I, what I found to be most interesting about that, and I always try to play devil's advocate, is that... Although she deserved the thank you, she was so self-absorbed mm -hmm. in herself that the idea that this movie was created based off of all of Only these different her, yeah. experiences that he has had mm -hmm. and people that he's met, mm -hmm. for you to just think it was about you was crazy. So yeah. when he read her she like, to hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he read her like, no, actually it's from this girl who I stood outside in the rain and kissed, and <laughs> it's from my dad who's an alcoholic and. Yeah. And then she just was like, just, she can't say nothing. She can't say nothing. Dummy. You know what I mean? So it, I think it mirrors reality in a lot of ways. Although I don't think the underlying tone of the movie was about relationships. I think it was about filmmaking. Um, but it was good to just watch because I feel like probably everybody's seen a little bit of themselves. Fuck yeah. In the characters. But oh my God. But is a lot of people were so focused on, oh, they're just arguing the whole time. It's black and white no, or not. this is that, that they missed the whole fucking point. Yeah. And a lot of people stopped. Like there was a part like literally right before the end that I felt like, to me it was pointless. Like, but a lot of people stopped at that point and didn't get to the end where like, that's what y'all needed to hear. Yeah. Like, I don't know. People miss the whole fucking point. It was pissing me off because they're like, "This movie is stupid." And no, it's not. Don't and get in relationship with those people. If you ever hear them say it, don't don't do it. And I like the intelligence of both characters. Mm -hmm. Like they was able to speak to each other in such a way where it was like, "No, you got something for me. I got something for you too." Mm -hmm. You know, it was a very intelligent argument throughout the movie. Usually, you have somebody who's like crazy reactive mm -hmm. and somebody who's super calm, yeah. or someone who trips up on their words and someone who doesn't. But they were like, it was an even playing field for the two of them. I really love that part about the movie, and then how I think it shows like when it comes to relationships that you don't just give. Up, you know what I mean? Because I'm the type of person, I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm gonna leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm gonna be the person to leave, and I admit that. You know what oh I mean? Or I'm gonna say some crazy shit mm -hmm. to hit below the belt because I want to hurt you. But it was like it was periods where they were literally coming at each other's neck, and then they're laughing and like and touching each other, kissing and, and so loving bad. each other. So it was like, and she was like, "This is quite possibly the worst argument we've ever had." But it's like I'm gonna get in this bed. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to tell you how I feel. And mm -hmm. the next morning, you're going to come and you're going to be by my side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not saying that it's healthy or unhealthy, but that's what people go through. You know what I mean? So, And I could really appreciate that because a lot of people can't handle the tough shit. No. Mm -hmm. Everybody think, okay, this relationship is working because we're having these wonderful times. But as soon as we argue or shit gets tough, I'm out. You yeah. cannot do that. No, like. Yeah. Real love is about working shit out with one another. Like, I mean, there's certain shit that I'm not saying you have to settle for, but like, you gotta love 
your partner through the good and the bad. Yeah. You can't expect to spend the rest of your life with somebody and think everything is just going to be good times. No, you're going to have times when you yeah. get mad, when you irritate me, when I irritate you, when I can't stand you, you can't stand me, I don't want to look through your breast thing and I just want you to go about your way. Yeah. But you're supposed to love that person and come together at the end of all yeah. of it. Like, yeah. And that is rare. Like, to find somebody that can love all of you and all your flaws and still like want to work through shit at the end of the day is so fucking rare. Yeah. It's a, it's a thin line though, because me being in a verbally abusive relationship, like it's a very thin line is what I'll say, because there's a point where you think it's, Oh, we're just going back and forth with each other and we're being passionate. But it's when you start to lowball about stuff that they've confided in you about, like my anxiety was turned against me to make me feel like I was crazy about every situation. Yeah. Oh, it's just your anxiety. Relax. And that was hard for me in the movie when he was doing it to her using her addiction against her. Yeah. You know what she's going through. You know what she's dealing with. Yeah. Don't do that. Yes. You can tell her, Hey, your addiction is, is causing you to view it this way. It's about how you approach it. But to literally be like, that's what's fucking wrong with you. You want to hurt yourself. You want to do, you want to do that. Like I went through that shit. Not the addiction part. I ain't addicted nothing. Praise God. But like, I was a super anxious person when I was going through that relationship and it was used and abused against me. So I think there's a fine line. Yes. I would hundred percent. Somebody rather be real with me. Rip my ass. Cool. But when you start using things, especially mental things against me, it's a problem. Sure. Now you're being abusive. It's yeah. not just telling me you have me fucked up because you put the fries in a freezer instead of the damn fridge. Yeah. And now we arguing about something that stupid. But when you start lowballing about something, something somebody confided in you about. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. One other thing I was going to say, I really like the fact that they did not talk over one another. Mm-hmm. Like it was an opportunity to get your entire point across and then it was addressed after that. And yeah. it took a minute and then he was like, all right, now I'm about to hand you your ass. <laughs> and she was like, okay, I'm going to cry in this tub and then I'm going to get on and I'm going to hand it back to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really like that. But to bring it full circle, like Dario said, to get there, you got to go through the good and bad times with somebody, but it's up to you to determine what those bad times look like for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I have... I have my deal breakers. You have your deal breakers. Breakers. Dario has hers. And again, it's that standard. So you got to stand on your standard. Like mm-hmm. you have to stand mm-hmm. on your standard. Um, and that goes for men or women. You know what I mean? I seen a post where they were talking about the busted challenge. Like I guess the girl did the busted challenge and her boyfriend broke up with her. Yeah, I saw that. And people was having something. He was like, no. They were like, no. I mean, he told her he didn't want her to do that. It ain't about him being misogynistic or nothing that was his standard he didn't want his girl on the internet doing that Mm -hmm. and so he broke up with her you know what i mean like not saying i think it's that big of a deal but to him it is you know what i mean so i think again stand on your standards yeah and i get your point kim when you feeling like he was throwing shit in her face but i think from my perspective, I feel like maybe they haven't had those conversations before, and that was a time for them both to like put their feelings on the table and, and, blew up. And, and and learn from it. Like you know, maybe he felt that way, but after they talked, like damn, that wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes you have to have those uncomfortable conversations to really dig deep and learn how to grow and just see the other person's perspective. Yeah, I agree, but I think it's delivery. Like if if. My spouse at the time had sat me down and said, you know, I noticed you're really anxious when I do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Not throw it in my face and call me crazy or gaslight me because you know I struggle with anxiety. You know what I mean? So there's nothing wrong with telling somebody, hey, like I think 
you know, I think this is a trigger for you and there's something wrong. You know what I mean? But your delivery, you don't scream down on somebody and use it against them that yeah. way. But yes, tell me that I got a problem. Please. But then that goes back to somebody having the tools to even do that. Because yeah. the person that's probably gaslighting you doesn't even know what gaslighting means. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, it's about having the tools, which goes back to, again... Your parents are no longer responsible. Not at You're all. an adult. So you have to familiarize yourself with things that you're unfamiliar with. Yep. You know what right. I mean? Therapy. Agreed. Whatever. Yeah. It's up to you. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think there's um balance. And I agree with you, Darielle. There has to be honesty and realness in a relationship. But I do believe it's, there's a fine line between it getting like abusive and everything like that. Because people always think abuse is physical. It's not. And it's not. It's not just mm-hmm. physical. It's not. I've been guilty of verbally abusing my partner in the moment verbally abusing my friends in the moment verbally abusing my dad my mom my sister in the moment and I have to check myself like oh I didn't mean it like that this is what I meant type shit you know what I mean I think it's simply about delivery I'm gonna tell you what it is you're gonna hear me regardless but I'm gonna come from a different place yeah you know what I mean because people aren't gonna listen no way if you coming down on them yeah let's go some people will go to a shell or some people will blow up yeah you know what I mean so it's about knowing that person that you are talking to and knowing how they do handle situations, I guess. Agreed. Yeah. I missed straw. I want to talk some more with us. We got to talk about it. <laughs> um, I really only have one thing on here to list. Um, one second. All right, so basically there is this man, and I'll play the video, and the title of his message is Destroy Her Ego. Continue to take the red pill. This segment is going to be about knocking a woman off her pedestal, destroying her ego, something every man must do if you still deal with women from time to time. A woman's ego is is huge. It's her head is in the clouds. She's on a different planet. The reason why? Because for years, her whole life, she's been told she's attractive, she looks good, that she's this beautiful goddess, she's this queen. She must be humbled. She must be brought down to earth. So in this segment, I'm going to give you four tips, what things that you should do from time to time to just humble her. Bring her down to bring her down to earth. Let her know, hey, you're not the best thing since sliced bread. I got four tips today, and these are in no particular order uh, of significance. Number one, you got to tell her, hey, text her one day, hey, this isn't, this isn't going to work out. Good luck to you. She'll be, oh, oh wait, wait, what, what's going on? You know, she's got to want to know why you're you're dumping her, you're leaving her, you're tossing to the trash. Simply because every man she's dealt with and been with, she's left them. She's dumped them. She's rejected them. So when you tell her this out of the blue or uh, just anytime she, she does something foolish, you know what it does? It, it brings, sends off an alarm in her head and it humbles her and it says, hey, this guy has value. I have value. You, I can get rid of you anytime I want to. This is must be done. You must be ready and willing at any moment of the day, any day, any hour to hey, tell her hey. Even if you're not, if you even if you don't mean it, tell her hey, it's not going to work out. Good luck. See how she reacts. Number two, give her a dick and don't text her back. Oh, <laughs> this destroys her ego. Take her soul. You take everything she has. Anything 
everything of value, everything of value is all invested in her vagina. So when you this man is broken and insecure. Y'all really hate women. <laughs> Tell her she's fat. Oh! These things. I mean, when she asks you, how do I look in this dress? Or tell her, hey, you can fat. You can go work out. Go to the gym. Go do something. What does he look like? Sad, bro. He's like, of course. Her, hey, you're not the best thing since sliced bread. You're of not course. the best looking woman on the planet. You're not that attractive. Mm. You will humble her. Bring her down to earth. Okay, that's enough. I don't need to hear that the tips. <laughs> Dog. Yo. That shit is not funny, but it's funny because this man is dead ass. Serious. And he said, give her the dick. <laughs> and then don't take the back. It don't take the back. Oh, wow. Take everything out of her. Like, damn, Ew. who hurt you? That's what I'm saying. That nigga is insecure and damaged. Because mm, he ready to abuse the fuck out of a woman. I mean, I guess my question is, is like... <laughs> this nigga sneezing, sneezing. Shit. You got Corona sneezing? Um... I guess my issue is, is like, what is wrong with celebrating a woman? What is wrong with telling her she looks amazing? What is wrong with giving her the dick and texting her back? Mm. What is wrong with telling her, I want to be with you? You know what I mean? Like, why does it have to be this tug of war, like, humble her? First of all, if you feel like you got to humble somebody's ego, that's probably not the person that you need to be with to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 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 all right on that clip right there. Listen, kick rocks. Listen, I'm sharp rocks. Here. This is the ghetto. Okay. That's all I had. Do y'all have anything else? Um, well, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got an hour in. Hmm. Here's a question: If you found out right before you walked down the aisle that your fiance had cheated, what would you do? Leave that nigga. Get the fuck on. Like on the wedding, like right before you walk down the aisle. See, I would, because I'm petty, I would walk down the aisle. And when we get ready to do the vows. Here's why the fuck I'm not. Pretty much. Um, nah, I'd probably be somewhere crying. I ain't gonna hold y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> nah, I'm dead ass leaving. I don't care. But no, I would leave. It would result in me leaving for sure. The marriage um, means nothing. Sorry to this man. Yeah. What would you do? <sighs> My dumbass is still married. <laughs> <laughs> it's the honesty for me, sis. <laughs> I was like, we I can work it. through it. Oh my god. We'd be in therapy the next day. <laughs> Did we talk about that before we recorded or was it after we already hit record? What? No, we already talked about it. Never mind. Because I said I wanted to smack myself. Never mind. You're calling yourself a dummy? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It feels great to be back. But um, I guess we can just end it here so we can chat real quick before everybody has to go home and do their thing. Yeah. yeah. It's been amazing. Um, yeah, we'll be back. <laughs> Maybe Soon. <a> Soon. <laughs> Soon. Soon come. Yeah. Yeah. Soon come. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in charge of making sure we stay on our shit. <laughs> we got some shit for y'all coming soon, so stay tuned. Yes, we love y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.